Absolutely fantastic choice that comes from Mickey in Bloemfontein saying, please play me any track by Umanji. Well, we played you Moruti Samba and we have to say top class, 10 out of 10. He really was and is a fantastic artist, no longer alive, but his music remains with us. Very briefly, we're going to cross over to Nate of Norsi. After that, we're going to conflict resolution with Andre Flock. We want to know if he's already had breakfast and Mac B, his pig, if he's had breakfast. And certainly we're going to be looking at people who are angry and irrational. So if you have to like negotiate with someone who's angry and irrational, what do you do when they're screaming and they're shouting or they're not listening? Or what what would you consider to be a normal, rational conversation? We'll be talking about that in a moment. But first of all, we're going to the question that came from Val, which was with regards to honey, whether it's irradiated or radiated. And one of our favorite people when it comes to honey is Mukhadi Mabela, the founder of Native Norsi's Honey Emporium. Mukhadi, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. So, Mukhadi, very briefly, what does it mean when honey is radiated or irradiated? So, we normally um, refer to irradiated honey more than radiated honey. So, yeah. what it means is when the honey, honey comes into the country, and when the South African government tries to protect the South African citizens from inheriting any inborn diseases or pathogens that may be in the honey, they take the honey through a process called irradiation. And that is just like um, heating the honey very high mm. and cooling it very fast just to destroy anything that you know we should not consume, that we may not be aware that we are consuming. And what that does is that it destroys all the natural enzymes and everything that makes honey special. And you end up with a syrup equivalent. Um, And then that's been displayed on the retail shelves as uh, honey. But in essence, it has no properties that resemble what honey should be. Um, And then the opposite of that is what we would have as raw honey that um, would preferably be locally produced and then it does not have to undergo irradiation and then you are able to then enjoy the honey and everything that you look for when you want to actually consume honey. Um, and yeah, that is the difference between the two. So irradiated honey is only, it's only irradiated if it comes from a foreign source. Um, that is why, that is the reason why irradiation has to happen. But other commercial, um, uh, commercial retailers mm. or other commercial uh, honey uh, producers would probably put it under irradiation because irradiation also prolongs the shelf life in terms of um, the crystallization. So normal raw honey will crystallize. It's normal. There's nothing wrong with the honey. It's just because of the glucose content in the honey. But when you, Michelle, walk into a pick and pay and see it crystallized on the shelf, um, you think that there's something wrong with the honey because you probably don't have a lot of information about how honey behaves. And so they will also un- uh, put it under irradiation so that that takes a long time before it happens on the retail shelf. 
um, because the, the, the retailers do not want the responsibility of having to explain, you know, what's going on in the honey. And then they take it back to the manufacturer. So to just delay that whole process, some manufacturers will... Um, you know, put the honey through irradiation. But if they do that, they're supposed to declare on the labeling um, according to the to, 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 to the honey labeling standards as outlined by the Department of Agriculture that the honey Fantastic. has undergone irradiation. Mukhari Mabela, as always, so useful to have you on the line, founder of Native Norsi Honey Emporium, giving you an answer to that question around what they mean by irradiation on honey and uh, you're welcome to send in questions if you have on other things as well and we can always try and answer them i know that we have a 72 year old granny well that's what she calls herself in kwazulu natal saying morning michelle i'm looking forward to making my rock buns and can zola please talk slowly unfortunately zola is actually on a plane and so we she couldn't give us the rock buns this week but we want you to know that she has been allocated the job of uh, giving us the recipe for rock buns so you will be getting it within the next couple of weeks when she comes back on the show. It's 20 past nine. Time for us to go to conflict resolution. Getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. Andre, did you get breakfast? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. Really, that's just very sad. But did Mac B, your very large pig, get breakfast at seven this morning? Uh, Oh, yes, yes. He wouldn't wouldn't allow any of that nonsense. Uh, So there's no conflict there. That's a relief. No, no. Andre, we're talking about, and it's such a great topic, how to deal with um, angry and irrational people. Because it's a very different uh, issue to have a conflict, and it's not often a conflict, if the person is rational and if they are calm. But when they get angry, when they get irrational, it uh, can really not only feel a little unsafe, but sometimes it literally may be unsafe as well. So my first question to you is, when does a discussion no longer remain rational and logical? What is rational and logical in order for us to compare it to irrational and crazy? So it's a very important distinction, Michelle. We... we, uh we normally sense it, and, and I think it's one of those situations where we can trust our instincts. We know when a, when a discussion, even a difficult one, is, is tipped over into something that that is now irrational, um, angry, um, and 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 we need to be very clear on that. Is our other discussions early on in the series uh, have dealt with with mostly rational people, where where logic works or should work. This what we're talking about today would 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 be situations where really um, we can't rely on logic. We can't. Something has made this person uh, opposite us irrational and angry, and and we need to be very clear on that. Um, if, if if there's any hint of 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 you being unsafe, rather walk away. Rather rather get yourself to a place of safety first. So if we have to look at that, um, what are some of because as you say they. People who are so angry and so irrational, they may become physically violent. But they also sometimes may be verbally violent as well. And I wonder if you could just break down, how does that play out? We, we, we need to, to understand, and, and often um, this is why you, you need to maybe leave this until or... or 
don't do this un- unless you're pretty confident about your your, conf- your, your conflict resolution skills, um, mm. because you need to read that person very quickly, and 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 mistakes mistakes could be costly. Mm. Um, what you need to do is let, let's look at. Uh, a conflict practitioner by the name of Dr. Mark Goldston. Yeah. Um, he gives us six steps where that, that should keep us safe and that should be able to to transcend the problem, um, such as a, a scenario that you've sketched. We we start with, with this irrationality happening in front of us. We see that this isn't the normal, whether it's a stranger or, or a person we know. Um, we see that this is tipped over into irrationality. What is irrationality? It's like it's not going from A to B. Yeah, the the and, and, and this is where we often make the mistake of now arguing facts with this person. Yeah. Um, they, 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 their reality doesn't always align with with their perceptions, and yeah. we, we we often don't understand that. Um, why are you arguing this way? Why are you? Shouting, why are you um, these visible signs of, of, of anger? We don't understand them and we bring a, a rational mind to that, which, yeah. which is the first mistake. Um, so, the more you argue facts with, with a person in that state, the more you irritate them, the more you you, hmm. <laughs> you become an enemy. Yeah. So, first step is we look at the, rest, the, the, the irrationality we. we we see that okay, we, we know in this situation it, it, it's uh, it's not irrational. It's not a logical discussion. Uh, the second step is, and all of this happens in seconds, of course, as, as <laughs> far far shorter than than it takes the time to to discuss this. We need to understand, and this was your question of just now. We need to understand this per- person's modus operandi. We, we have several different types of, of, of motives. Um, the irrational person can be a bully. The irrational person can be truly irrational in, 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 in having really lost it. He or she can be emotional. Uh, it can be a terribly sad event that happened. It can be a perception. It can be a fear. It can be a trigger uh, of past events. So if you can, you'll be doing yourself a, a big favor in, in assessing that very quickly. Uh, yeah. Am I being bullied? Am I being uh, used? Is this real irrationality? Is this sadness? What am I seeing in front of me? Wow. Okay. Because obviously the way you treat that would, would, and, and respond to that would, would, would differ. <laughs> then the third step is, uh, the, the one we often forget, is you, you need to deal with your own irrationality, your own temper, your own blood pressure rising. Yeah. How dare you shout at me like this? Um, you're not listening. You, you, you need to not become that which you're trying to, to cure right there. And, oh. and again, it's a split second of, of just remind yourself of that. Fourth step um, we start dealing with that irrationality. We lower our tone of voice. We see to it that, that our nonverbal communication, you know, we don't swing our hands about um, like this person may be doing. Yeah. We, we, we try and break things down. How about a little pause, a little break? While you're shouting and screaming at me, um, do you want a cup of coffee? Can I ask you? Let's go for a walk and talk about this. You start dealing with that. You start breaking it down. Uh, okay. Not by arguing. A very important step, the, the fifth step, is you need to convince this person. And remember, as we said in the beginning, <clears throat> we're not talking about right and wrong. We're not trying to argue with this person. That comes later. 
we're not condoning this behavior. We're not saying that that this person is right. We often feel that as, as our first reaction. Yeah. Um, you are wrong. You're clearly wrong. And I've got seven clever arguments to show how you're wrong. Don't bring them yet. That's not what we're dealing with. Yeah. So you need to show this person that you're not a threat. And, and, and we do that by lowering our tone of voice, by not arguing, by, by creating a safe space. I can see you're upset. I can see you're irrational. I can see you're angry. We don't use those words, of course, yeah. because that makes it worse. But we create a safe space. We do that by listening, by, by nodding, by acknowledging, by saying something uh, non-committal, non-judgmental, such as, I understand why you're angry about me arriving late. Could um, you say, I hear you? I hear you is, is, is a wonderful and, and very traditional way of doing that. If an apology is necessary, now is a good time to, to apologize. I've, I'm sorry for, for arriving late, and I understand what this has now caused. This has caused embarrassment or, or difficulty for you. Yeah. I'm showing that I'm not a threat. I'm showing that you can speak to me, <clears throat> and I'm showing that... In an indirect manner, I'm showing you that maybe it's not necessary to shout. I will respond to you even even if you don't shout. So the technique we learned earlier on in the, the, the series, we mirrors the, the performance that we want to see in the other one. We're not, we're not shouting back. We're not avoiding. We're not turning our back on them because we must remember that for a lot of people, irrationality and anger is a response because no one ever listens to them. Yeah, um, they're not and, feeling and, and heard. Absolutely, um, and, and and the only time that people do listen to them is when 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 they act so, out so in, in in this negative manner. Andre, I want to jump in because as you say that we've got a, a an SMS from someone saying there was no electricity for seven days. And a lady went to the local depot and would not be let in. She screamed the place down and they all came out of the building. It worked. They got the cable and they got electricity. Now, the, the challenge with that, and I, I completely hear that because I'm sure there are many times when I've felt the same when I've telephoned one of my service providers for something. Yeah. In fact, I think I did that this week. <laughs> but, but the challenge is, is that it doesn't... The, the problem is, is if you have to be screaming the place down in order to be heard. I mean, that's what protests are. So the, the lady in that example and, and your, your service delivery protests are often not irrational. Um, they're dealing with it, it, it's a measured response to an absence of, of care and, and efficiency. Yes. Um, so you, you often find that people who act um, irrationally, maybe perfectly rationally, they, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. There's also um, the last, you, you mentioned how we need to start dealing with the person's irrationality. There are two more points that are part of what is described as the sanity cycle. What are those points? Yeah. The, 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 the six points, Goldston six points, that, that is the so-called sanity cycle. It, it, it takes us away from the fight or flight syndrome mm. and, and brings us to, because uh, we must remember it, it's easy and, and if it's safe, we, we really should be dealing with, with irrational people because we, we tie ourselves into cycles, especially in families and then at, at the workplace. Every time someone starts shouting, um, acting out this irrationality, we ignore them, we leave the room. And, and that just perpetuates the problem. Yeah. So, so using um, these six points, the sixth and then the last one is we, we, 
we then move that person to a a saner place. We teach them, we mirror a better way. Um, The bully sees that, you know, the bullying doesn't help because this person opposite from me um, has reacted in in a very sane and, 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 and rational manner. Um, the hurt person, the person that's never heard, sees that this person does know how to listen to me. Uh, yeah. For once, I've been heard. For once, we may not have resolved the problem right here and now, but this person opposite me, um, she's really listened to me. She understands me. She gets me. Uh, and that's yeah. a good start. That's a really good start. And that's how we, that's maybe how we, 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 we bring healing and, and peace to the world, one, one conversation at a time. Moving people, as you said, down to that sane place. Yeah. Andre, I don't want to end this conversation, and, and next week we would like to take this further because there are a couple of other points that you've raised, um, very yeah. interesting techniques. But if we can also look next week, um, you talked about bullies. There's also the passive-aggressive, and we were chatting about that off-air earlier. So if we could look Please. at that next week as well, that would be amazing. And then also, um, just if you could just mention the name of the book once again that you were drawing from. Uh, today's one. This is Mark Alston, and and it's really it's uh, it, it, it's a popular level book, but it deals with some pretty complex um, ideas. The book is called Talking to Crazy, and it's by Mark Dr. Mark Goldston. Thank you so much, Andre. Go and have your breakfast. Okay, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Nine thirty-two. She's in the studio. Zai Zai Gabor.